He wanted to arm Mujahideen. There! Who's the fucking nihilist around here, you bunch of fucking crybabies? Don't hate me, bro! Welcome to Post Your cause is right, and God is on your side. How's it going? Another post void post on a uh, very snowy, yeah, sorry, double check on that, February 2nd, 2021. Um, yeah, New England got slammed with a good old blizzard. Yeah, thankfully, I got the day off. I mean, I like I've said before, I work in a warehouse, so... Uh, hence also why my posting is usually uh like in the wee hours because i i work on a totally different sleep schedule than everyone else which actually is not that bad one uh, i i hate to again say silver lining with the pandemic because so many people like to look at that and be like well this is why it's good anyways um you know me i'm sure by now and you've heard my my lamenting on the way that society is currently transitioning but anyways um I still gotta shovel the front uh sidewalk but i at least got the side sidewalk i got a lot to shovel um i mean it used to be worse when i was a kid i'm glad that we repaved everything and that the city also repaved i mean hey um i do complain about collapsing inf infrastructure and all i can say is at least that my hometown and my current residing town um, you know, old property that my family owns. It's rare to own property, right? Um, and it's small, but it's, it's something, you know, and it's old, but it's something. And, um, yeah, so I shovel and I, I take pride in that almost a little bit. And, you know, it's, uh, something where there's, there's people that, you know, live in completely different areas and, you know, um, it, it it's interesting. I do I I do often contemplate like living in an area where it doesn't receive all four seasons or at least all four seasons as brutally as New England does. But uh we're also the most dense area in like the United States essentially. So it's it's fairly interesting, you know? It's like uh I guess it's the fact that it's just a very uh you really do get all four seasons and maybe that's why everyone likes to kinda live here. I don't know, as they say, I guess uh the snow makes you a little more hardy, you know? Um, and I, I've, I've heard, heard rumors that, you know, um, you live longer if you live in the snow, but then again, I'm pretty sure there's people living pretty old in Florida as well, too. So yeah, um, uh, just wanted to pander for a little bit here. Uh, yeah. So on to the main talking points, because I haven't really done a episode addressing everything that's going on. Oh, uh, just got a message, got a message from... Rained Out Rancast, and Rained Out Rancast apparently was banned off of Twitter today. So, yeah, um, he's been he's been getting banned left and right. The guy says saucy stuff. He doesn't say anything um, bigoted or hateful, really. He, he, he might call some people stupid every now and then, like a heated argument or something, but the guy never says anything that I... Honestly, I never said anything that I've completely disagreed with and this is good he's fairly more conservative I'm I'm more uh like lefty I guess you could say but you know we 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 meet at a lot of good points and um we often like I I really do uh genuinely enjoy his take and um I understand that I'm surprised honestly he's lasted that long on Twitter so um 
Especially with the fact that his, oh, uh, I don't even want to mention his, uh, his, his Facebook, but he's back on Facebook a little bit. Um, so yeah, check out Randout Rancasts. Definitely still on Spotify and Anchor and Stereo and um, a lot of other areas. I've sh- gave him shoutouts before. I'm giving shoutouts to him again because of the fact that he really did have a thumb. Him and also Sunrise Hockey Kid, which um, back around, I believe it was like episode in the 30s, 30s to the 40s, where I did a couple interviews with Sunrise Hockey Kid, my good friend. Um, I'm not going to give him shout out on the name, but both these guys were talking about these like penny stocks, like these, like, well, I think, you know, like they're, they're basically penny stocks that are getting shorted, right? Like that, cause you know, remember back in the day, penny stocks are like, well, these are like, they're not really penny stocks. They were like $3 stocks, but that's what a penny stock would have. It's like GameStop stock, AMC stock, like these like games, these stocks that are going under everyone knew they were going under because of the pandemic and it's funny because the indicative thing with all of this is it seems like a fight back a little bit i'm like i wouldn't want them to invest i would not want them to invest in live nation or Ticketmaster because i hated them back in the day but um if there could be some sort of like you know like what they should do is they should also focus maybe on like these redditors these wall street bet guys um focus on some sort of like like just throw doing a dump and run on um like some community live music thing that's semi independent you know now maybe and also not affiliated with Las Vegas cuz they they don't need they don't need the money but like you know um like I'm at a loss at trying to think that's not too localized you know cuz you can't convince people to like dump money into a local New England freaking music venue, you know what I mean? But, um, I, shit, maybe Live Nation then. Maybe Live Nation or Ticketmaster. I mean, like, it, it may sound horrible, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't know, though. Then you get the whole thing where it's like you're dumping money into a corporation that is, like, ha- that has its tentacles everywhere as well, too. It, it starts to get messy. It's like, what are you really investing in then? So it just seems so convoluted. It seems like all of this is pretty convoluted. Um, that mentioned the silver market. Ooh, ooh, what's going on with that? All right, I have to regale a story that most people don't remember, nor will this be mentioned in any um, news, but I'm going to put this actually as my first source. Um, when the Koch brothers, I believe it was the Koch brothers, you know, again, to remind everyone, it's spelled C-O-C-H, so Koch, but it's spelled, it's pronounced Coke. The, the two Koch brothers were now, there's only one Koch brother alive. The recent Koch brother died in like a year ago around COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he maybe naturally died. I don't know. He could be, uh, on life support or something like with his brain still active in a, in a bunker or maybe even more. But, uh, anyways, um, Siberian bunker, mm-mm-mm, Roman and Bravovich. Anyways, um, cause you, you know what? You think I'm crazy talking about these like, like rich motherfuckers pretending they kind of die because they easily can do that. Like who would question it? And like, they can actually be in, in a bunker that's like wicked luxurious as like a real retirement home. Um, just look up Roman Abramovich. I'm going to put this as my second link and Roman Abramovich and his like, um, fact that he, I've mentioned this in another episode. I mentioned in the episode where I was talking about Trump faking his own death, um, where Roman Abramovich owns 
so much land in like this weird northwestern uh yeah it's northeastern technically northeastern um yeah northeastern area of siberia so basically that area of siberia that's like north of the bering strait like it's it's really high up there but he owns massive tracts of land and to remind you roman abravovich is technically i believe the most is the richest israeli and also the 10th richest russian i think he's actually gone up i think he's now like the seventh or sixth richest russian like there are more rich russians but like um he is the i believe the most richest israeli yeah which I am going to say softly is surprising. So, um, yeah, <laughs> which makes you really kind of uh, take Israel in a little bit of a scope there, you know, like, yay, well, the richest man in Israel is also like only the fifth richest man in Russia, you know, so think about that a little bit. Yeah, you, um, um, Priory of Zion conspiracy pushers. Uh, all right. Uh, just got to shoot that little arrow, that little arrow there. All right. Um, so, and I am. I mentioned, again, I'm going to say this, I mentioned the Priority of Zion to attack that, because I've mentioned that before, I don't know why the FBI leaked that at a weird time. Hmm, I think hmm, Trump gave the order. Who knows? Alrighty, um, I'm going to take a pause, collect myself, and try to co uh, coherently talk about Wall Street bets rather than go on a weird rant about Siberian bunkers. Okay, <laughs> alrighty. Oh, I was about to mention, too, off of all of that, was that um, the Koch brothers manipulated the silver market. So, again, I said that my first source would probably be the Koch brothers manipulating the silver market. And then my second source would be um, Roman Abramovich. Yeah, I think. All right. Anyways, um, so, yeah. They manipulate, like, the Koch brothers literally bought up all the silver stock at one point because they realized they had enough money to do it. They're like, holy shit, we have, like, $4 billion and we can actually, like, pull this from the banks. We actually have, like, this much money. We can buy the silver market, manipulate the silver market, and turn it into, like, $12 billion. And they're like, okay, let's do it. And they did it. And it worked. And, like, it wasn't illegal. And, they, like, they actually fucking did it. And if you look at, like, the graphs of, like, silver history, like, the silver history prices which I'll, I will accompany in a source if I remember. Um, it's so funny because it will, like, pull up. Like, there's a site called Silver History, I'm pretty sure. And, like, it will show you a graph. And in the 80s, it's just, like, and it, like, it, like, has this big old spike in the 80s. And that was totally because of two people having, like, enough money to fuck around. And, like, they did it. And they, it was, the, it was like, one of the first major dump and runs. Well, like, aside from, like, the 1920s. And, like, but anyways, um, first dump and run committed by, like, a, just a sole party. Yeah, um, of two brothers, essentially, and they're people they work with. So, yeah, um, and then, and then, so now it's kind of going on again. It's funny to look at, because I'm like, oh, it's real funny that there's a silver run right now on top of all of this. It, it's like, I can't tell if it's defensive. I can't tell if Redditors are trying to jump on it as well, too. I mean, everyone has silver a little bit. Like, if you play that market correct, you might actually, and if it goes up high enough, you might actually be able to sell your silver off. Like, you know, like, because I've always said, I'm like, what's the point of hoarding silver if you can't, if, 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 if an apocalypse happens and silver all of a sudden becomes like, gold like like you're like in like a weird rpg trading silver medallions or whatever like 
you know, like, it's still like, you gotta carry it, you can lose it, you can get it robbed from you, so I'm like, silver, like, you know, there is a selling point if you're stashing silver, if it goes up wicked crazy, I would be like, holy shit, maybe this is the time to sell, like, half, at least, of, like, what I have, where I used to work in a convenience store, and I used to find silver coins, obviously, as the years went by, it was less and less and less, but... I was finding silver coins. I still have a decent amount, not to be like, oh, come rob me. But, you know, like, I like buying $300 worth. But still, like, you know, well, at least what it was back then, if silver goes up crazy, you know, I got like a couple silver quarters, all the quarters and dimes before 1964. If you find a silver coin, if you find, if you have a bunch of quarters or a bunch of dimes, like in one of those, um, like, five-gallon containers, like, you know, like, how they used to have in cartoons and shit, or not even cartoons, like, back, like, in the 90s, like, you're, like, everyone used to put their coins in this big, giant coin container that you, like, it usually was a five-gallon water, um, like, the water cooler type container, if you, because you can't reach your hand in there, but you can pour it out, um, if you, oh, that's the best example, but also, like, just any real, like, place where you sell coins, I'm, you know, I'm, now it's hard to come by, but, um, if you have something like that, that's been, like, a year or two years coin store, then look through it, you will probably, in the best way is to, is to stack the coins, and if you look and you see that one does not have a co copper wafer, you know how every quarter, if you look at the sides of a quarter, it's copper, steel steel or whatever because it's, it's pretty much steel um nickel it's like nickel copper nickel like if you look at that then you would be looking through and then sorry about the buzzing if you'd be looking through then one of them would be like that nickel copper nickel nickel copper nickel if you stack them and then you see one that's shiny like a shiny just almost white steel and boom, that's your silver one. And you do that for your quarters and your dimes. Everything else doesn't matter. Aside from pennies from World War II era. Or maybe if you really want to collect, the penny minting actually does matter too. There's huge penny collectors still to this day. If you can like find like crazy San Francisco or Denver mint ones. But like I'm, if you want to pick through the pennies and try to find a $100 penny in there, that actually is... And shit, I I want to do that. If I had enough pennies stored, fuck. I forgot about that. I forgot the pennies are almost completely useless aside from the fact that people collect the mints on some of them. But I guess, like, then, well, the mints, and then it matters how mint it is. But still, even circulated pennies, um, if you can find a really rare minted circulated penny. But I feel like they've been picked anyways. You know, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how that market goes. Well, I mean, actually, I'm not too off-topic here, because I'm talking about Wall Street bets, and now I'm talking about picking through a pile of pennies to try to find a crazy mint. So that's pretty much on on par with, um, it's, it's very similar to make the comparison to the two. Yeah. Alrighty. On to part two. Thank God I caught this edit. It was the Hunt brothers, not the Koch brothers, that committed um, Silver Thursday, as it's often known. Thank you. And also, too, I want to say there was a rich billionaire that was involved with that. It, like, it might have been the Koch brothers, might have been Warren Buffett. There. Some one of the other guys was that we do know, maybe even George Soros, was involved with that Silver Thursday. But it was the Hunt brothers, I guess, that we are told through the media 
But I could have sworn the Koch brothers were involved with that as well, too. Anywho. What are we doing here? Okay, sir, we're engaged in procuring your tattoo. Welcome to the Identity Processing Program of America. Please insert your forearm into the forearm receptacle. Thank you. Please speak your name as it appears on your current federal identity card. Document number G24L8. You have entered the name Not Sure. Is this correct? Not Sure. No, it's not correct. Thank you. Not is correct. Is Sure correct? No, it's not. My name is Already Joe. Already confirmed, your first name is Not. Please confirm your last name, Sure. My, my last name is Not Sure. Oh. Thank you. No, what I mean is sure. my, my name is Joe is Bat complete. Please wait while I tattoo your new identity on your arm. Wait a second, can we start over? Can I cancel this? Can, can we cancel this and just go back to the beginning? They're, they're gonna tat- Ow! Could I speak to your supervisor? Please hold still for your photograph. Okay, sir, now we will begin to proceed to obtain your IQ and aptitude tests. What for? Okay, sir, this is to figure out what your aptitude's good at and get you a jail job while you're being a particular individual in jail. This is to figure out what your aptitude's good at and get you a jail job while you're being a particular individual in jail. This is to figure out what your aptitude's good at and get you a jail job while you're being a particular individual in jail. Citadel is tied, I believe, into Marvin, the company that shorted GameStock. I'm just going to call it GameStock. Jesus Christ. This is what got me off and did not get me to the end point that I was trying to say on the, that particular point. Um, so, Mar so Citadel, which is a parent company, shorted GameStock stock through GME through Marvin. They also own Robinhood. I, I'm not 100% on this, but I think that that's correct. I've been hearing this through a lot of different avenues. That literally this was a hit performed upon from one child company to another. And they had the same parent company. If that's true, then that's absolutely maddening. And that maybe all of this does fall in line with the Great Reset. You know what I mean? Where we just have to... Where there's so much doubt put into the market that the market collapses. That there's so... Because isn't the market just based on faith, really, at the end of the day? Also, I should alliterate as well, too. I noticed I used the phrase dump and run when I was referring to the Wall Street bed guys. I think there's a little bit of a difference. They're not doing a dump and run. They're doing like a dump, hold, and run on the ones that are being shorted. So they're basically just trying to stop the short market, which I'm to I'm totally down for. Like they're they're basically trying to stop a bubble that's like the housing bubble. Like, you know, so but created fully by hedge fund like majority leaders and also too the it's so crazy that the fact that Citadel is both tied into I believe Marvin 
which is the one that um, was shorting GameStop. Uh, GameStop. Oh my God! Say that three times fast. GameStop stock. Yeah, like everyone's saying GameStop because it's basically GameStop. You know, like but it's GameStop stock. Like Jesus Christ, you can't say that three times fast. But um, like if if you can, that you know what? That's like one of those like actor training things, like where they're like GameStop stock, GameStop stock. GameStop stock, like, yeah, like, you, then, then you're good for go on the news, like, anyways, um, so, because you know why they do that, it's because they're all up on fucking, hopped up on pills, and, and cocaine, that's why they fucking do those weird fucking, the like, the blah, 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 I'm sure you probably maybe heard that, um, it's funny, actually, I'm gonna deviate here, um, I'm sure you probably heard those, in, um, those commercials during podcasts, if you listen to podcasts, you know, do you listen to podcasts? Um, <laughs> um, well, if you do, then the ones that use the, um, planted commercials, you'll notice that this really common one is, like, this actor trying to, like, say a buffundity words, and I think it might be a Geico commercial, because Geico does weird commercials like that, and they've always been doing, like, Geico's like a CIA front or something. Um, <laughs> or an MK Ultra like weird. I don't know. I don't know what's guy what Geico is up to, but Geico like basically invented memes, kind of, which is really sketchy. I'm like, holy shit! Like, guy, if you look how old those old fashioned Geico commercials were, they were kind of like little jokes, memes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not talking about Hump Day. I'm talking about way before. Like Geico used to always do crazy commercials, like the. The Geico Caveman, like, remember that? Like, oh, and, like, even before then, like, see, like, it's a fucking car insurance company. It's a fucking insurance company. Why do we have so many commercials for insurance companies? And all the commercials seem to be, like, the commercial is the thing. Like, they, like, they, they put so much thought and effort into their, the way, even Gabby and shit, like, they put so much, like, thought and effort into how they portray themselves, and it's like, why car insurance, like, like, is it because it's the most benign insurance in everyone's mind, like, they're like, oh, I want to have car insurance, because someone fucking hits me, I need insurance for that, so it's like, it's, it's just so weird, it's just so weird that all the insurance companies, like, specifically have this like weird meme tick energy to them and like they all try to do it and they've been doing it for a long time <laughs> like even like like farmers like and like all state like they all do it it's so weird i'm like and you see car insurance commercials and it does never changes your opinion you're never like oh yeah i really want to fucking change my car insurance right now who the hell thinks that like, you know, maybe when you're, like, at, like, at the time where your shit ends, or if, like, someone's really riding you for an accident you just got into, maybe you might change it. But you have to admit that these commercials are doing something else. Like, they're not just for the car insurance. Like, they're for something else. And that, the, like, it's because lobbyists are shaking hands with lobbyists. That's what it is. It's because the lobbyists, no one's talking about the fact that the lobby, everyone's talking about the lobbyists going after the senators and the republic, like, sorry, senators and the representatives. Uh, hell, lobbyists go after both sides. Lobbyists go after actually Democrats probably equally just, equally just as much. Um, but, um, as Republicans, but, and independents pick and choose on their lobbyists. And then they go all in ham on the, on the ones that they pick and choose on for the most part. 
usually gun lobbyists, but anyways, um, like, <clears throat> Ted Nugent, but anyways, um, so, yeah, lobbyists, though, no one questions the fact that lobbyists talk to other lobbyists, like, like lobbyists just fucking literally, like, suck, like, each other's dicks because they want to, like, you know, I'm not trying to, like, use that as, like, a weird, you know, classical gay innuendo, I'm trying to use that as literally, like, they want to and they might do it but they actually want to because they get off on that and it's like a power thing it's like weird it's like you know what i mean like like yes 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 let's combine the media in the pharmaceutical industry yes let's do it no one's stopping us like you know we have the money and the power and we're private we're two private companies Mm, you know, like, they have to have at least some sort of, like, physical sex going on there, you know, I wouldn't be too surprised if, like, the media, like, NBC and shit, and, like, AstraZeneca, like, send out, like, their top representatives to have, like, some sort of, uh, like, an occult, like, you know, uh, like, orgy thing going on, where, like, the two, maybe even they have sacrifices or something, they're like, you have been sacrificed, and they're like, oh, this person tragically died of, like, cancer suddenly or something, oh, god, I don't, I don't want to say that, <laughs> did I just say that? I think I did just say that. But, um, I mean, AstraZeneca did have, I believe, a headquarters in Framingham with a giant glass pyramid. Um, yeah, I, you heard that from the source. Anyways, um, and I remember that from when I was in high school. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's actually one of the moments where that turned me on to, like, the fact that these guys might be into the occult. Where I'm like... I was kind of explained about the whole pyramid symbolism and I'm like, I kept mentioning people, maybe this is like the fourth or third or fourth time that somebody has mentioned this to me when I was a kid and I kept bringing up like, oh yeah, well AstraZeneca is in Framingham and they have a giant glass pyramid. And like, every time I say that people are like, really? And like maybe the fourth time I'm like, said that and they're like, really? And I'm like, oh, oh, Ooh, what is that building? And I'm like, and I'm like, why did they make the skyscraper like a pyramid? And I'm like, what? E, who's at the top? What's going on there? And then lo and behold, I believe they like shut that place down, and now it's no longer there. They totally like tore it down. Uh, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So the glass pyramid's gone. You know. Uh. But but wasn't gone because of a terrorist attack. Thank God. You know what I mean? Like, uh oish. Talk about 9/11 conspiracies. All right. Woo! Woo, 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 All right, um, on to part 2.5, or, sorry, what would it be, 2.1, or maybe part 3, I don't know what I want to call it, uh, who cares? Hey, don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because... <laughs> Shut him up! We have a lot invested in this ride, Shut him up! Look at my furrows of worry, look at my big bank account. No version. My superpower is being honest. I'll eat you this. I will. Please quiet. You've turned every cell phone in Gotham into a microphone. And a high frequency generator receiver. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. You're the crunch, you're there. So basically, um, what I was thinking of was, um, oh fuck, I can't believe you've done that. That would be a bad thing, don't do that.